The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast. Today, we're going to discuss the latest in e-commerce platforms. Joining us is Eric Jan C. Van Putin, who is the VP of Marketing at Dynamic Web, which offers a cloud-based digital experience platform. Dynamic Web enables customers to deliver better digital customer experiences and to scale e-commerce success through their content management, digital marketing, e-commerce, and product information solutions. Yesterday, Eric and I talked about the acceptance of e-commerce as the norm, and we talked a little bit about the competition in e-commerce and also the effect of the coronavirus and how that's changing the e-commerce landscape. And today we're going to talk about deciding between choosing an e-commerce platform and a best-of-breed integration. All right, here's the second part of my conversation with Eric Jan C. Van Putin, VP of Marketing at Dynamic Web. Eric, welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. Thank you, Ben. Very excited to be here. So very looking forward to talk platform versus best of breed. Yeah, excited to continue the conversation. And yesterday we were kind of jumping around talking about some of the changes that have happened, how dominant Amazon is. You know, if you have a verticalized or an impulse buy type commerce experience, you probably want to be focusing on your own platform because you're going to be using the Instagrams and Facebooks, maybe even TikTok to do your marketing. And, you know, if you're a commodity product, you have to be on the marketplaces, on the platforms, which gets us to an interesting conversation about setting up e-commerce, where there are all-in-one solutions. I'd throw Dynamic Web and, and Shopify in sort of the plug-and-play solutions for an e-commerce store. And then there are a series of kind of best-in-breed integrations, right? You can tap into social commerce, right? There are point solutions. You can use Squarespace, which is not specifically designed for e-commerce. There's a whole sort of different way to start thinking about e-commerce. Walk me through what are the right platforms? What are the things you need to think about between choosing platform for best-in-breed? And let's do it this way. You're just starting. You've never sold a product. You're a startup. Do you go platform? Do you go point solution? Help me understand when you're the smallest of small companies, what should you be looking for? So when you're really a startup and you're not going to grow crazy in the first months, I would certainly say go with simple integrations. Start with a Shopify environment. You can go full Shopify, add it up to a WordPress, and from there on, just add a payment solution and you're there. 
you can really get going. Now, it gets, of course, a little bit different when you're getting a little bit in a different size. If you are becoming more international, if you are selling something else than shoes, if you're selling quite tough, customized parts for exact customers, for example, then it becomes a different story. So yeah, it's a different situation. So it seems like, you know, when you're starting off, look, Shopify has got a tremendous amount of market share. They're becoming a more of a ubiquitous Amazon competitor, but they are truly meant for the everyman or woman to be able to set up a store quickly. And you mentioned that there's a couple easy connectors of some sort of a payment processor. You might need your own website if you're really starting to scale, you're building out your content, but eh, Shopify has got some product pages and enough to keep you busy. But then you get to the point of scale and different levels of complexity when you're talking about translation and internationalization. Let's table internationalization for a second here and just talk about the level of scale. At what point do you start to outgrow the sort of Shopify-esque platforms that are meant for the end consumer, the mom and pop type shop? I would say that moment actually comes relatively quickly or where you need to start integrating with an ERP system so that you can actually have all kinds of customer-specific pricing, so B2B environments. If you're keeping it simple, Shopify is, of course, a very good solution. The moment you're going to require a little bit more, there are other solutions out there that are better suited. So for people that aren't familiar, walk me through what an ERP system is. What does it do? So an ERP system is an enterprise resource planning solution that often holds quite a lot of information about what you have in stock, about uh, specific customer pricings, a lot of product data. But it's not meant as a real e-commerce solution, and it's also not really meant as a product information management solution. Sometimes it's being used like that, but quite often that doesn't end very well. So there's a couple different systems that you're referencing. It seems like there's the need for some sort of a CDP or CRM here where you're understanding what the customer profile is at well. And when you get into these need for larger systems, you have enough product information and enough complexity that you just don't want to manage it on sort of an all-in-one platform. You've got complex enough customer relationships where you need to be a little bit more precise with precise with how you're presenting information. That seems to be the turning point where you're moving away from these sort of all-in-one platforms and starting to build out a stack in e-commerce yourself. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then, and instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. 
Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. Is there a certain level of revenue that you generally find businesses are going through these phases? Are they interested in these solutions? So the big differentiator between the two is either B2C or B2B. There is a real significant difference because when you're going B2B, you can actually go with specific customers, customer specific pricing, personalized shops for certain accounts. All that is possible these days. And actually it works as well. So revenue wise, there is, I would say, usually when you're starting to do 10 million in revenue, dollars, euros, doesn't really matter. Then you really have outgrown some of these earlier mentioned solutions. Then it is time to start thinking about the real platform and or start building a stack. So when you're in the, what is it, eight-figure type business, now all of a sudden you're starting to think about moving away from platform solutions and building best-in-breed integrations. Sorry, if I might interrupt you there. Sure. It is about that you then are going to have different requirements than if you're doing 100K in revenue. And that requires you also because the company is a different scale. The digital maturity of the company could be a different scale. And that is also quite an important element if you're talking platform versus best of breed. So walk me through the enterprise scale, $100 million of revenue business. What are the decision-making criteria to decide between, again, another platforms, a dynamic web, or the point solutions? So let's say you're doing $100 million in revenue. When you're $100 million in revenue, and it doesn't really matter per se at that moment if you're B2C or B2B, but there's a big chance you are going to need the following systems. You're going to need a content management solution. You're going to need an e-commerce solution. And you're going to need a product information management solution, an ERP. And quite often, you also want to do some marketing around it. So you want to have a digital marketing solution that is able to do personalization, A-B testing, and last but not least, email marketing, including automation flows. So those are usually the kind of systems that are often here. CRM, almost forgot that one. That also is quite often there, certainly when you're hitting a certain size and or are in B2B. So now you can actually talk platform. And in our case, we have, except the ERP and the CRM, we have it in one platform. Saves you a bunch of integrations. And although integrations are becoming easier these days, maintaining integrations and making sure all the data flows correctly It's not always an easy feature. It can actually be quite annoying when something breaks. I think everyone on the call has been there. Then, of course, there is room to go best of breed because at some moment, if you are really savvy in one of these things, you might need features that a platform might not offer. In that case, an integration via an API, open framework, you name it, is a wise decision. But quite often, if we are actually talking best of breed, how many of the features of whatever platform or best of breed actually you're talking about are you really using? Probably not 100%. So there's different levels of complexity 
when you're at an enterprise level of scale. And now we're getting into the nuance of really what is your type of business. There's also a cost consideration here. Do you find that it is more cost efficient to have an all-in-one platform in e-commerce or is it or is it more cost efficient to be able to build a true e-commerce stack and leverage multiple platforms and spend your operational effort and costs making sure that they're talking to each other efficiently? Platform, if it covers a big chunk of your needs, is going to be quite often more cost efficient. A couple of elements to that one. If you're buying best of breed, quite often it doesn't only come with integration and implementation costs. Not unheard of that you actually also need the right headcount. You need specific headcount that adds significant returning cost. Sometimes, and although this is absolutely uh, an SMB example, is let's say your platform actually holds an email solution. And many platforms that have a content management solution also have an email solution in there. But let's say you're not going with the email solution in there and you're going with, let's call it best of breed. So then, of course, we're talking Marketo, HubSpot, but even some of the smallers. And that sounds sometimes like, oh, that email solution is quite affordable until you really move that little bar to the right, if you have like 50,000 or a couple of hundred thousand people to email, then the monthly cost of a solution like that actually becomes quite significant. And how much do you use of that kind of best of breed? Yeah, you need to think of the variable costs when you're outside of a platform. And again, that's something that you have to do your investigation with. Yeah, but the integration is a cost uh, when things break. So often marketing or IT actually owns these kind of systems. But when one of these systems breaks, it's pretty sure that you have the business department at your desk. And that is never fun. I think the moral of the story is life is a lot less complex when you're running a business that's less than $100 million in revenue. (laughs) I think when we scale this business and we build out our e-commerce platform, we're going to try to stay right at that $99 million revenue just so we don't have to think about switching to different enterprise level platforms. Yeah. But also really, if I might say one thing, because I have a marketing operations background, I actually also have an IT degree. I really, truly am fascinated what technology can do. And I love marketing, but it is so easy to integrate. But think about the whole data strategy. Think about how your data flows and make sure that you are able to get from it what you want. My big takeaway from this conversation is that when you're choosing between multiple point solutions and a platform, you're thinking about not only the feature set, you're thinking about the variable costs, you're thinking about the headcount, and you also need to be able to project out which platforms are going to iterate, which platforms are going to be available over a long period of time. These are platforms that are not easy to swap out. It is not a connector in a Shopify account. There's thousands, if not tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of cost associated with the integrations of platforms this large. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks to Eric Jan C. Van Putin, the VP of Marketing at Dynamic Web for joining us. In part three of this interview, which we'll publish tomorrow, Eric and I are going to talk about the diffusion of digital experience platforms. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to learn more about Eric, you can click on the link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is Eric C. Jan Van Putten, which is E-R-I-C-J-A-N-V-P-U-T-T-E-N. Or you could visit his company's website, which is dynamicweb.com. 
Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes, contact information for our guests. You can subscribe to our once a week newsletter. You can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out over social media. Our handle is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D, on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, or you can contact me directly. My handle is benjshap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.